Hello, lovely listeners. I'm here today with my second interview for the Music Information podcast series with my brother-in-law, Tyler. He was also my youth pastor for about six and a half years, and he recruited me for the worship team when I was 13 years old, um, taught me what a key was because I sang my first song in the wrong key, Um, and he taught me how to sing harmonies, he taught me how to play guitar, so this man taught me a lot of things musically, Um, I'm very grateful for him, so thank you for being here. Yes, thank you, I am excited, this is my first podcast that I've ever really been on, other than me preaching. Yeah, and (laughs) if the audio sounds amazing, it's because we have the fancy church um, tech technology for podcasting. I don't know. <laughs> the road wireless for, <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds great. Okay. So the first question is why or how did you first become involved in music? So when I was in second grade, um, my mom forced, my mom forced all of us kids to be in piano lessons. Um, I'm the youngest of four and she was a piano teacher. And so she believed that uh, music is so formative and so important in those formative years and so um, she really believed that we needed to start taking piano lessons and uh, she always tried to get people to start in second grade ish maybe first uh, if they were really kind of advanced but um, second grade just because she felt like they were ready to kind of like take on different things so um, yeah so I still remember the first thing that I learned in my Fletcher um, (laughs) piano Fletcher piano book and so it was C D E D C E D C so (laughs) middle C too I bet you can still play that today I can I can do it really (laughs) fast right now too so (laughs) I haven't played it in years but I could probably pick it up pretty quickly so yeah so she my uh my mom kind of forced us to do it but that's kind of how I got started in music um I come from a very musical um, background. My um, parents actually met in the worship ministry thing at. Uh, it was called Grisboom Grand Rapids Bible of Ministry or Music and Ministry or something like that. I don't know exactly what it is, but um, so they they were both in music. Uh, my mom was piano. My dad was in some worship stuff, and um, so yeah, all my family has done some sort of music. Nice and. You you mentioned earlier that you you were in the Seattle Youth Symphony Orchestra or <laughs> yeah. something. So uh, growing, I guess continuing on continuing on, I did piano until I was in seventh grade. Okay. Um, seventh grade or fifth grade, I started picking up tuba and I started accelerating at tuba because I had done a lot of. Um, music background so I accelerated quickly because I already knew the music theory I already knew all that other stuff so um, when I realized that I had accelerated a lot more in tuba than I did in piano um, my mom let me drop piano as long as I was still taking private lessons with tuba and so uh, I started taking private lessons with tuba in seventh grade with Kathy Cole Um, she was (laughs) one of the (laughs) she was actually one of the best um, best low brass music teachers for the state of Washington and so um, she actually had a lot of students go to Allstate and um, not just compete but actually win Allstate tournaments and stuff and um, 
So I started taking private lessons and then she got me connected with doing all state band. I did all state orchestra, all Northwest orchestra. Um, but then also I got connected with the Seattle Youth Symphony. And um, so my, I think it was my senior year, my senior year of high school, I did the Seattle Youth Symphony and I played with some of the best, um, just best orchestral instruments and players of all of Seattle area. And um, we played uh, Bruckner Sixth Symphony in um, a beautiful Benaroya Hall. Also, we played at uh, St. James Cathedral. So just like when you finish the last song or the, the last note, it just rings out. So I just remember like, I have some great memories of playing tuba with some great orchestras, so. Cool. And he got a scholarship to Biola I did. for the tuba. I went so. to Biola University, got a, actually they only gave me like a $6,000 scholarship a year. And then um, Azusa offered me 11,000. So then I went back mm. to Biola and said, hey, Azusa's offering me 11. Can you guys up your, th <laughs> up <laughs> you it? You can and, do that? And uh, yeah, I negotiated with them and they gave me a $10,500 scholarship wow. um, to be a music major and a tuba performance major my first year. But then he changed his major. But then I changed to, <laughs> to be a, a pastor. I knew I wanted to be a pastor, so my second year I changed. And they still gave me a $5,000 scholarship, but nice. um, just so I could play in their band and orchestra. Awesome. And brass ensemble, brass quintet. Wow. And yeah, I was not a major and I was playing in five different, different things with wow. Tua. That's a lot. Okay. Um, second question. This is more like how I know you. Um, why and how did you first become involved in worship music? Yeah. So um, along those same lines, when I was excelling in tuba, I also decided to um, pick up the guitar in eighth grade and um, I got like a really just janky nylon string guitar to start with. Um, my parents wanted me to start with something that's more worship music. And um, ninth grade, I started playing on my high school worship team, but I was like, not very good. I was playing like <laughs> next to these guys that were like, <laughs> like one of the guys ended up, um, he was a, he was a all state violinist and wow. a complete amazing musician. He ended up doing all the production for uh, all of Mars Hill music for like Citizens and Saints and um, King's Kaleidoscope. He was the producer of all that music. Whoa. And uh, I used to lead worship with him. Um, so he kind of like pushed me like, man, I, I want to be like good like him. Um, and so uh, I just kept kind of learning and growing in, in guitar. But also when he graduated, it was like, hey, you're the only guitar and worship leader that we have right now, go for it. And I'm like, oh shoot, I don't know what that I'm doing. That was like me when Luke left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, and I just didn't know what I was doing. I was so nervous. I remember leading my first song and I was like two feet away from the microphone because I didn't want people to hear me sing and all that stuff. And, and now you're always yelling it. I know. Your youth group students to get closer <laughs> to the mic. Exactly. Not yelling, encouraging. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I did uh, worship music throughout high school and then went into college. I actually didn't do any worship music at Biola, um, but during the summers I worked at a summer camp and I led worship mm, there. Okay. And so I did a lot of stuff then. And did when I actually went into youth ministry, I was leading my own band. We had a really good band then. And, so I've always kind of been doing worship. Yeah. So I remember when you first came to Crossroads, you were just a man of many, many talents. You hopped on the stage and started singing. We're like, who is this guy? <laughs> he, he preaches and sings. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was great. just trying to fill in. I still do that. I fill in where I can. Recently, I've been filling in on drums. I had no idea how to do really drums. Play the drums. I figured it out, though. I've actually gotten better the more I've done That's it. Good. So. That's good. That's good. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next question is How has music impacted you spiritually? I think, obviously, worship music. Um, has completely kind of transformed my way of living just by immersing myself in that. Um, I remember when I was in high school, like I would only listen to worship music. I wouldn't listen to anything else. Um, I was a pretty stuck up Christian, Christian boy, sheltered Christian kid. Um, but I do have to say that like my biggest kind of God moments um, where God was speaking to me and I really felt like, man, God's calling me to go in this direction all happened during worship music. Mm. Um, like I said, like our church, my church growing up, we were blessed with honestly professional musicians, professional high school musicians that were leading worship um, at our camps or college musicians leading worship at, at our camps and at our youth group. And so um, those very moments where I really feel like man, I've experienced God for the first time. It was during worship. It was uh, during, Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, live for you Ooh, alone. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so that was like in seventh grade when I really felt God, it was during worship for the first time. And then um, same thing when I felt a calling to youth ministry when I was a sophomore in high school, it was during worship time we were singing. And I was just like, oh, this is, I'm called to be a youth pastor. And it just kind of allowed me, the worship allowed me to just kind of get away from myself and just listen to God. And um, that's always been kind of my go-to. I always like to, I, I love new worship songs. I love finding new things because I, I get new perspective on worship and as well as my own life by what they're singing. And so um, worship is, it's transformative for me because like that's what I listen to when I'm in the car. That's yeah. what I, uh, and it, it changes my perspective on how I view life as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It also, it, worship humbles you too. Oh, yeah. Um, so probably the most humbling times. I know, I know I had a season when I was 27 and uh, I, my, my life had just fallen apart. Um, I had lost my job at a, as a youth pastor and I won't go into all the details of that, but um, I started attending this church and their worship was horrendous. Um, it was very, not very good. But my, uh, one of my best friends was the pastor there. So I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna support him because he just had church planted. Um, it's Joe who uh, married us. So he, he tried church planting, it didn't succeed, um, but it lasted for about two years. But during that season, it was successful for me because like every single worship song we sang, I don't know if they were like specifically choosing it for me, but like I was just breaking down in tears every single song um, just because it was like this, this moment of man, God is so big, I'm so small. And I really just believe that he's in control so and powerful. just but, trusting in him in it. Yeah, and even though you said it wasn't good, like it's still, yeah, it, it had nothing to do with how good the music was. It was mm -hmm. just they chose songs that were exactly where I needed to be, and I did, it didn't have to be perfect to um, 
really speak to me. And yeah. that's also what I love about worship music too. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny how you said you're like a stuck up Christian kid only listening to worship. And I think now you know that it's not like necessarily innately bad to not listen exactly. to listen to secular music. Um, but we do talk a lot about that in this class, music information and how music forms us. And I think mm -hmm. that that was such an important time in your life, like solely listening to that, that formed you into like who you are today mm -hmm. and the Christian man that you are. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's, even today, just I still just listen to worship music as much as I can. Um, mostly because the new Taylor Swift album gets played constantly <laughs> hey. by my wife. So... <laughs> Um, I don't need to listen to that. I just I'll Midnight's pop on the <laughs> I'll pop in the <laughs> the newest uh, album that just came out. Or um, I really love just kind of like um, Bethel comes out with their acoustic albums, and mm. that just just for me to be able to kind of slow down and listen to their stuff that slows down. I'm like, oh, this just just makes me feel right. Yeah, and connect with God. Yeah, I feel the same way. Okay, next question. Do you see yourself as shaping culture through music? Yeah, um, I think that my role in music has changed um, since I've been at the church that I'm at in, at Crossroads in Camarillo. Uh, so I used to want to just play a lot. I used to want to be up there leading worship. I just felt like, okay, no one else is going to do it as well as I can, so I'm going to do it. Like, that's kind of what, what was my thought process when I was a little bit younger. And then when I came to Crossroads, I realized, like, you know, my responsibility isn't to lead worship. Uh, my responsibility is to raise up worship leaders. And so, um, so everything kind of shifted from me leading to me trying to make an influence, um, not just in the music aspect of things, but... Um, in the spiritual lives of the students who are leading worship and um, challenging them musically, helping them grow, um, helping them learn harmonies like you were talking about, um, helping them step out of their comfort zone and lead for the first time. Because mm. um, I know like that was a big step for you when you were in eighth grade. I just worked on, um, we have twins in, in, uh, who are sophomores in high school and they sing, but they were always nervous to lead worship. And I finally was like, okay, you guys pick the songs. I will be up there with you and let's do it together. And mm -hmm. you guys can practice and it will be great. And they led for the first time and it was some of the best worship we had in a long wow. time. But um, they actually like, were like, okay, we can do this. And once they got their first one under their belt, they're like, oh yeah, we can do this regularly. This is not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, and everyone loved it and they, it was really good worship so I just feel like my responsibility to influence music influence worship has moved from me leading it to me training others to do it yeah. um, so and I feel like I've been doing that for years now we've had some great musicians yourself included um, but even like probably about three or four years ago we had some of the best singers and worship band that I've ever had in in youth mm. ministry um, when you guys were juniors because I was senior uh, Mia was a sophomore and like we did one night of worship that was just like oh my goodness this is hands down one of the best cool coolest things because um, you guys were all just so good singing three-part harmonies and all that stuff during a night of worship and then um, and I was like 
I wasn't even part of it. I was just kind of like supporting you guys. And I just felt like proud dad, <laughs> like even though I'm not, I'm not a dad, but I just kind of felt like, <laughs> man, like I, I work with these students and helped help train them in music and help train them in what worship is and stage yeah. presence and all that stuff. And I was just sitting in the back, just like, oh, mm. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> so um, that's kind of been my shift, um, which has been more influencing others. Yeah. So. You definitely do that very well. Thank there you. were times <laughs> when you pushed me really hard and I really didn't like you in the moment. <laughs> but um, I know I wouldn't be where I am today without that. Um, yeah, and I definitely grew a lot even though it was very uncomfortable at times. And now I know what a key is. <laughs> the first song I ever led was Good Good Father. <laughs> and afterwards, Tyler was like, you sing it in the wrong key. And I was like, what is that? I don't know what that means. <laughs> but now I do, so <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> I, I think that... So my mom, um, she has such, she taught me something when she was teaching all these piano lessons and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. she had guys that are still playing piano and like professional piano players right now. And um, she even admitted to me, she's like, oh, they're better piano players than me. And I was like, really? Then how are you teaching them? And she's like, because I'm a better teacher. I can still teach them to continue to improve mm. even though they're better piano players than me. And I started to realize like, man, I feel like I can still teach singers. I can, even though I'm not really, a, I'm not naturally a vocalist. I'm more of an instrumentalist, but I can still teach everyone even though like the drummer, he's better than me um, when he <laughs> plays. And like, but I can still like coach them. Hey, this is what we're looking for. Yeah. This is what I need from you. Don't hit it so hard. And uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have a very boomy room. <laughs> um, but even like DJ, who's our lead guitarist, and he plays lead guitar in main service too. Like, I still feel like I can coach him on tone. I can coach him on. Hey, this is what we're looking for. This is how to be more of a musician. Mm -hmm. Even though he plays so much better than I do. <laughs> um, so I learned a lot from my mom with her being able to say like. Yeah, these guys are definitely way better than me, but I still can teach them to continue to grow. Yeah, that's a really cool perspective. So. I like that. Okay, this last question, I just had to sneak it in since you're a pastor. What does the Bible communicate about music? <laughs> um, so w what first comes to mind is one of my favorite psalms, uh, Psalm 100, and praise him with the harp and lyre, um, the timbrel, I don't know all the things, but um, just praise him, praise him, praise him. and. Um, like there's so many instances where music is what connects us with God um, through scripture um, and seeing David connecting with God um, even the power of music when David plays the harp to mm. um, release Saul of his evil spirits um, or after they, I think it's after they took communion um, at the uh, Last Supper, then they sat around and sang a hymn together. Um, and just the power of music um, is displayed in scripture as well, um, where like, how else do we connect with God than let's just praise him through music. Uh, and I really believe that music encompasses um, emotions, uh, intellect, it, it encompasses everything. Yeah. Um, because you can have a spiritual experience even when there's no words even being sung too. Yeah. Um, so I think it's easy 
it's always been easy since scriptural times, biblical times, everything that um, you can connect with God through music. So. So true. Beautiful. Okay. Well, that's the end. Thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me. Really enjoyed it. Learned a lot. And I hope you listeners enjoyed it as well. Any, any last words? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. And of course. Uh, My pleasure. Yeah. I'm excited to see and hear how you're growing in your understanding of music as well. Thank you. So you're yeah. a great musician and I look forward to continuing to see you grow. Thank you. See so where that sweet. takes you. Oh, okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, stay tuned for the next few episodes. Bye.